Well, welcome to Hope in the Good Life. I'm John Sukip, your host. Hope in the Good Life is a podcast where we hear stories of hope from those associated with the services that Catholic Social Services of Southern Nebraska provide for those in need. Today, we're going to talk to someone who saw firsthand the hope CSS provides by being a volunteer, but also someone who finds hope and joy in the many things she and, most importantly, her family are involved in with service and hospitality they share with others. Please welcome Emily Villem. Thank you, John. Hey, thanks for being here. Yeah, Appreciate happy it. Happy to. Uh, before we go any further, I'd like to uh, share the news that you and your family will be awarded the Heart of Christ Award at our Celebration of Hope Dinner coming up on February 25th at the NBC Suites here in Lincoln. More information can be found at cssHope.org. You and your family have been a great asset to CSS. We really appreciate that with the volunteer work you've done and also for the example you set for others uh, as you and your family serve the community. So congratulations on that honor. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. We're humbled. What does it mean to receive that award to you? For me, I think it's a great indication of uh, Catholic Social Services' mission in the community um, and that they are willing to honor and acknowledge the little things that we've done as volunteers. We really don't do great big things, and I see a lot of people around here coming and going and doing great things, and I really appreciate that they um, are willing to acknowledge that there's also the little things that help to keep the community ticking and um, help to serve those in need doesn't have to be something that's really huge and becomes a full-time job. Um, there are plenty of those people around here as well, but it's been nice to um, to be acknowledged for the little things, and we hope that we can encourage others to give in the little ways um, that they're able to and experience that joy of giving and also to contribute to the greater work that's happening here at CSS. That's awesome. How did you develop this service and hospitality mindset? Oh, goodness. Um, Well, when I think back, I realized that in my family growing up here in Lincoln, it was just normal um, to be um, serving others and also welcoming others into our homes. My parents uh, hosted several exchange students and exchange teachers also. So we typically had someone extra at our table at dinner. We also invited priests and religious sisters and other teachers. My mom was a Catholic school teacher. Um, So we frequently had extra people at the table and they were from all over the world. So we were getting to know their stories of immigration or just uh, coming here and visiting and learning more about America. When I think back, I realized that that was a special charism that they had of hospitality. They even threw a, a wedding reception for a bride who had just come from India And she knew no one, Pamela Singh, who's still a dear friend. It's those things that I realized they taught us very early on to just have a curiosity about other people and to welcome them into your home. Uh, My husband and I went to school in Dallas, so we were often far away from family during holidays and things like that. So we got to experience that hospitality as college students, and then we just very quickly found ourselves welcoming people even as college seniors we were hosting the freshmen for Mm. thanksgiving and things like that and then we we helped us teach um ccd as college students together so it was really part of our relationship from the very beginning that we were working together and serving together and then as we started a family 
it's harder to go out and do things outside of your home. So we tended to just invite people over to our home. Mm -hmm. The church made it easy. They asked us to be God teen leaders. So that was that was one act of service that carried on for four years. Uh, and for <laughs> those that don't know, tell <clears throat> us about what the God Team program is. Yes. It is a parish-based program for the youth in high school. We had a group of 12 to 15 students that came into our home every Wednesday night, and then we kind of accompanied them through high school. So it was like a youth group, but held in our home. And um, those kids got to see our family life. You and Mike have how many children? We have nine. So in the four years <laughs> that we did God Teens, we look back and uh, realized that in four years we had three kids. <laughs> we lived in three different houses. And I think my husband had like three or four jobs. We had all this transition happening and they were just walking with us through those years as well. So that was just one way that we realized that we could be more involved in parish life. That was probably our first step into parish service. Now, watch, nine kids. You've been yeah. married for how long? 21 years. Oh, congratulations. Mm-hmm. That's Thank awesome. You. you know, I've heard a lot of people say, I'm just too busy to volunteer or help others. How do you respond to that assertion? <laughs> I think it's uh, it's important to to set boundaries and have your family come first. So definitely not to overcommit to other things, but also just to realize that God will not be outdone Mm. in generosity. Mm. Right. So, um, even if it was something that I could do sitting at the computer while the kids were napping, I tried to work on little things like a parish directory. That was something that I could do from my kitchen usually nursing a baby and toddlers asleep, <laughs> and then just uh, send a few emails and connect some people. You just kind of look at your situation and see what will work. Yeah, How exactly. can I fit that in, kind of multitask, mm-hmm. but at the same time have that focus that you, do, you need to get things done? Yeah, exactly. And I think it changes with different seasons in life. Um, so just being open in prayer to the Holy Spirit, like, what are you calling me to do right now? Sometimes the answer looks like, you know, inviting people over to my house for a, a mom's group and toddlers running all over the house and we were visiting and playing together. And, you know, on one level, that's service to others. But in another way, it was nurturing my soul and nourishing me to have that community. Mm. Um And I really found that when I was pregnant with my, let's see, what's Jude? (laughs) Seventh. (laughs) Um, I had six little ones and I was on bed rest with him. Mm. So what I thought was my service to these women quickly turned around and they became servants to me, helping me take care of all these little kids and not, um, not threaten the health and the welfare of the little one inside of me. So, um, yeah, God has a way of returning those graces back to you. Uh, you How do you instill that sense of service in your kids? I'm assuming just by example. Yeah, there's a lot of example. Um, some of it is, they would probably say like (laughs) annoyingly (laughs) mom asking them to do another thing. Um, so, you know, there's some pushback, um, But in the end, they actually experienced the joy. So, for example, you know, going over to knock on doors and 
ask for food for the food pantry. Um, my crazy idea was to turn it into a scavenger hunt with the neighbors. So we had a party, block party, invited neighbors over, and then we handed out a list of items that the food pantry was in need of. And we put them into teams and made it a competition, and they had to run door-to-door and try to get the items right. from their list. You're talking about um, the CSS food market? Yes. Oh, okay. Exactly. Um, and that was, I don't know, years ago. But uh, kids will say, no, Mom, we can't do that. That's embarrassing or something. But we push past that and then, <laughs> you know, celebrate with ice cream at the end of it. And they just have fun. And yeah. they realize that it might be a little bit uncomfortable at first, but... I'm not asking you to go, you know, be a missionary in another country right now, but you are just being a little bit of a missionary and ambassador for the poor when you go to someone's door and you ask them for mm. an item that someone is really going to use mm-hmm. um, and be grateful for. So, yes, example and some a little bit of creativity, um, <laughs> try to turn it into a game. <laughs> yeah. And then we usually celebrate with something afterwards. So oh, that's great. You recently came to the attention of CSS with your work for the refugee resettlement program. Tell us what you and your family did for the refugees. Yeah. Um, well, I was inspired by a friend of mine, Renee Cunningham, who has worked tirelessly for the refugee resettlements program. And I just thought, well, maybe there's some little ways that we can help. I don't know what that would look like. So I signed up to get on the email list and just get notified if they needed help. And um, our first call came in, and my kids happened to be off of school that first time, as I recall. So we were just asked to come and help set up an apartment for a family that would be moving in soon. We didn't know what it would look like, but we jumped in the car and we showed up where they told us to. So um, it really felt like, for those who watch HGTV, it <laughs> felt like setting up a house after they've done this remodel and you're getting it ready for the family to come back in. Staging it. Staging <laughs> it, yes. It's like, move that bus, and they get to come in and see what the house looks like. Um, so we kind of went into it with that mindset that we were going to make this space look really pretty and ready for them to walk into mm-hmm. um, when they arrived from wherever they were coming from after being uh, resettled. So, um, you know, you're washing the dishes and taking them out of the packaging and putting them in the cabinets and vacuuming and hanging up the shower curtain and all the matching towels and all the beautiful things, even some toys, setting out some toys so that the kids see them when they arrive. Mm. And um, it was just fun. I mean, we were just working together, and I think they – felt and I certainly felt like this is different than doing dishes at home this, there's a dignity to this and a uh, just a beauty of being able to give someone else that first sense of this is home mm-hmm. and you're safe here and there's little touches that make it a little more beautiful and thoughtful so I hope that if other people get involved you get to you get to feel that sense of that you're giving someone a safe space and a beautiful space and that dignity and really serving Christ in the poor. That's beautiful. Good job. <laughs> yeah, you're inspiring me right here. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're inspiring others, I think, to also mm-hmm. to use the gifts that God has given you to serve him in the, just the little ways, yeah. like you say, like St. Therese. Uh, the little things make a huge difference. Yeah. 
Is that what you advise other people? Well, what is important of service to others? Why do you do this? Mm. That's a loaded question, John. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's those little things. It's Mother Teresa. Mm. Yeah. You're shedding a tear. Mm-hmm. What, what is going through your mind right now? Um, yeah, I think, um, goodness, just growing up with like stories of the saints and the Mother Teresa's and John Paul II's of the world, um, it's such a high bar. Like, oh my goodness, how are you going to sell all your possessions and leave it all behind and go go to the streets of Calcutta? Like, oh but we're we're not all called to just leave everything behind and go you know pick up babies from the street and take care of them which is beautiful and amazing that she would do that um but even she said if you want to change the world go home and love your family <laughs> so um she definitely wasn't expecting all of us to follow in her footsteps literally to the streets of Calcutta. Um, but there's still a very, um, sincere call from her and from our Lord that he lives in the poor. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't know. I think we were insulated from that in the modern world. But yet we're providing hope. Yeah. We're providing, that's what CSS is all about, providing hope in the good life. Emily Villa, thank you so much for providing hope <laughs> in the good life, you and your family. Again, uh, Emily is and her family will be awarded the Heart of Christ Award at our Celebration of Hope Dinner coming up on February 25th at the Embassy Suites here in Lincoln. More details are available at our website at cssshope.org. I've got some Kleenex handy. I'll, I'll hand them over to you here in a minute. Emily, thanks again so much. And thanks for providing Hope in the Good Life. Thank you, John. You've been listening to Hope in the Good Life with Catholic Social Services Development Officer John Sukup. CSS is a nonprofit organization that has been around for nearly a century, helping our neighbors in need of all faiths across 24,000 square miles of southern Nebraska. If you would like to connect, donate, or volunteer with CSS, please visit cssshope.org or call 402-474-1600.